What's up, Pirates fans? Happy Friday night. Maybe not actually all that happy of a Friday night. Pirates lose again. We, we hop on here and we're talking about another loss. This one um, stings a bit because the, they definitely had chances to come through and grab this one. Uh, but uh, the Pirates lose 5-4. to four. They are back to 500 on the season. 34-34. and 34. They are now out of first place. And they are now tied with the Cincinnati Reds for second place, a half game now behind the Milwaukee Brewers. Tyler, how you doing tonight? It's been a bad day, Jim. Been a bad day. Uh, frustrating. Like that—that's the big thing coming back just to the game. It was a very winnable game, and it. They just didn't come through in the key situations that they had to. I mean, I don't know where to start with it. It's just a lot of things weren't done well tonight. I feel like it's been said a lot lately, and that's why the Pirates are back to 500. Yeah, I will say this. like They showed some fight tonight. Like that was That's kind of been a thing with this team all year is I feel like they've gotten down, and then they've just – You've seen nothing from them, right? Uh, today they they got down four to one, made it four to two, got down five to two, and then they kind of clawed back into it, made it a game five to four. They um, they showed some some fight there in the in the ninth inning, but they just couldn't come through and punch you know punch through. So uh, let's uh, let's kind of start, I guess, at the end. Let's let's work our way back because that ninth inning that was. You know, probably one of the more exciting parts of this game. Um, you know, it, it starts off, you know, Devin Williams comes into the game for the Brewers, who has been lights out all season long. Um, he struggled, you know, a bit in his last outing earlier this week, but overall one of the best closures in baseball, right? Um, yeah. And the the Pirates, you know, Sawinski gets a walk, one out walk, and then – Bucko Mike's boy. He's already talking about him in the comments here. Josh Palacios, just a, just a great approach. Devin Williams has that outstanding changeup, and uh, Palacios really good job of hitting, staying back, driving it the other way. Uh, he he, you know, a double double off Devin Williams there in the ninth, down by one. Uh, so you've got second and third, one out. The Brewers aren't even playing their infield in. All you got to do now just put the ball in play and you got a tie game and can Brian Hayes strikes out. Yeah. Um, I know we're working backwards here, but just going back to what Brian Hayes did previously in the game with runners in scoring position. I thought coming into that at bat in my mind, I'm thinking Brian Hayes might be the guy I want up right now. The way he's approached everything, like you said, with the infield yeah. back, 
he he's pretty much got free reign to do anything he wants there. He can get to what he's been doing and getting out in front of things and pulling it, or he can even sit back and just put a ball in play and chop at the second base, and it's going to tie the ball game up. Instead, he did absolutely the worst thing you could do there, and just a really, really, really bad approach by Brian Hayes there. Fortunately, we're not used to seeing it from him, so I don't want to rip him to shreds, but in that spot, you you just can't do what he did. It's funny you mention that because I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, you know what? We harp on Hayes and his approach all the time, but in that situation against that pitcher with his changeup, that approach that he takes is like what you want to see a guy do in that situation. And I kind of knew we were in trouble just the first strike. He fouled off that first changeup, pulled it down the third baseline. And I'm like, he's not doing what he normally does, you know? Um, and then he got in a hole and then, you know, uh, Williams made a good pitch with two strikes and, and it kind of froze Hayes. So yeah, that was, uh, that was disheartening. Um, G1 Bay comes up next and walks and then, Jason DeLay, who had to come into the game because Austin Hedges needed to get pitch hit for in the eighth inning. Jason DeLay is up with the bases loaded and two outs. When guess what, Tyler? If there would have if there would just be another catcher on this damn 26-man roster who could hit. If only that guy existed somewhere out there in the universe. Maybe this all works out different. Yeah, I mean, if if that were a thing, I'm sure we would go deep into it tonight, but I don't think it is an option. Uh, but about the delay at bat, the, fe- the poor fellow was just so overmatched. He didn't stand a chance up there. He had no shot. No shot. None. Devin Williams it, was just simply better than him. Yeah, it was it was reminiscent of watching Brent Morrell have to take on Aroldis Chapman in the ninth inning, back in the day, <laughs> when the 0-1 pitch where he just like did this to like a ninety-four mile an hour fastball yeah. on top of the zone. I was just like, game's over. I was like, the game's over on that pitch right there. Like it's done. He yeah. had his head. He was in a pretzel. He got he got put in a pretzel at that point. Oh yeah, and it didn't look any better on strike three. No, so yeah, he, uh, he probably deserved a sword more than Carlos Santana for homering tonight because that he needed a sword on that pitch. So yeah, I mean, frustrating is a good word to use, and I think it was um, I think it was Mark here who said uh, wireless grapes. You know, this is a kind of game that like if they were coming off a decent series in Chicago, I'm not really too upset with how they played today. Like they, they showed fight, they showed resilience. Um, you know, we got to see Majinski's debut. He gave up a run, but he looked pretty good. Rich Hill, like clawed and fought his way through five innings. He didn't look good doing it, but like you needed him to give you at least five innings and, and he figured out a way to do it. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's like, again, that's a good way of putting it. Like it, it wasn't a terrible game. It's just, when you throw it in with all the other losses that we've seen, it's just, it's another loss that's stacking losses at this point. And uh, you don't want to see that. Yeah. There definitely were some positive to take from the night, but like you mentioned, you can live with these types of games. If this team's in a different spot right now, 
if this was a week ago and they lose a game like this, it's baseball. It happens. But coming off that Cubs series where you just get your teeth kicked in, and especially the way that they lost this game with the outs they gave up, it's a lot of frustration that it makes it tougher to swallow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's start with, I think the most frustrating part was, was the first inning. <laughs> like um, just Rich Hill couldn't find the strike zone, which is just odd with him. He walked three batters in that first inning. Uh, he walked a total of six in the game, but actually he walked four batters in, in that first inning. But on top of that, it was a zero zero game, two outs, O2 count. And I don't I don't I don't know how it's happening or what's going on here, but Austin Hedges, again, defensive specialist, guru, pitching expert, Austin Hedges, his fourth catcher's interference penalty of the season. It's June 16th. We're not even halfway through the year. Austin Hedges has gotten four catcher's interference penalties. And again, today, I feel like every single one leads to something bad. And today, I, I, again, I don't know how it would have ended up, but it was an 0-2 count with two outs in a 0-0 game. Catcher's interference happens, three-run score. I don't get it either, Jim. I don't <laughs> – like, is he – is he, like, like – focusing so hard on grabbing that low strike or I don't know exactly what it is, but there is something like obviously wrong with the way that he is approaching it as a catcher that I've, I've never seen a catcher have this many catchers interference penalties. Ever. Like at, and I've watched a lot of baseball Jim at some point is framing strikes so important that you've given up four base runners for free because umpires are so bad. They're giving you free strikes this year. That's true. Like it's not like you know you're just you're looking at the broadcast. Hedges isn't the only one stealing strikes. Right. Balls are being called strikes off the plate all night tonight. All the Good time. lord. No matter who it is, no matter who's on the mound, no matter who's behind the plate, balls are being called strikes all the time. So I don't I really don't know what the issue is with him. But you would think after like the second one all right, maybe I got to like scoot back a half inch. Maybe I can't always go for this low stroke. Maybe, especially when it's 0-2, we don't really stick our glove out there. And not to make it like a whole Hedges show, but I don't really see what makes him a terrific, like unbelievable defensive catcher. I have not seen it yet. It's the pitch framing for the most part. I, but again, like, it's not like, like Jason delays right there when yeah. it comes to pitch framing with them. Um, Maybe and, he and calls it's just every, game. I don't know. And every mistake he makes has come back to haunt the team. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, it's not like he's making a mistake and it's not mattering. Like every mistake he makes is costly. And, and it, what's frustrating is there are other options right on the doorstep and they refuse to go with them. And it, I mean, the reason that these, these mistakes are so identifiable 
is because he is the worst hitter in baseball. He's awful. If he, he's awful. If he's just like hitting at like a, I don't even want to say Jason Delay, but just like a a normal catcher clip. If he's got, got like a seventy weighted yeah. runs created plus, like you could live with with it. I, I'd still be very angry that Henry Davis, in particular, is not in the majors. But like you could at least be like, all right, he's a real catcher. But at this point, again, I, Neil was the one who tweeted it tonight, and he and it was a good point. Um, the Pirates are in a dire situation here. And they're now, they're in a position to win this division. Like, whether you think they're good or not, they're in a position to, to take the division. That's where they're at, right? They are now tied with a team that consistently trots out Kevin Newman at first base. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. Meanwhile, we've got basically Babe Ruth in the minors just crushing the ball. Oh, we're doing he's, this he's your first <laughs> overall pick, and you're just letting him just waste away in AAA. At like 23 years old. Yeah, What are we doing? What are I we doing are we serious like is this a serious team and, do you want to be a serious team and it's jim it's not even just austin hedges behind the plate they trot josh palacios out there four out of five days i'm not Hed even going to trash palacios at this point because he's been fine well he also made a g1 bay type of mistake on the bases tonight oh it was bad yep that yeah. also yeah. very much could have cost this team the game Again, yeah, good point. Like that's atrocious. That was the point where I wanted to kick him off the team. He has been fine. I do like that the Pirates are riding his hot streak a little bit. It's not su sustainable. You have actual options in AAA. This is why people get so angry. You, I feel like every day, Jim, you are tweeting out a video of some Double A pitcher getting called up. It happens then, every day. Like it's it, it's every day that there's another team out there calling up some guy who's way younger and way less experienced than the guys the, the Pirates have in the Myers, who can help this team right now. And like I don't want to get down this rabbit hole, but like as a fan base, we get in go, this... let's go down. Go down. I know, but as <laughs> As a fan base, I feel like people have gotten to a point where they look at prospects and think if they don't look like they're absolutely dominating a level, they're not ready. There are some guys that just aren't going to be the best of the best, but they are better than what you have. Like you mentioned it earlier today on Twitter, I believe Quinn Priester's not going to be an ace at this point. The stuff doesn't look like it's a top of the rotation type of deal. He's still a major league caliber pitcher over what you have. Henry Davis might not be Bryce Harper, but he's probably going to hit above average in the major leagues right now. You're sending Austin Hedges out there every day. And as Osvaldo Beto got to start and Rowanzi can't Contreras can't get anybody out. Cause I think his arms like ramen noodles right now. 
I just don't get it. I feel like I say that all the time about the team. I just don't get it. Yeah, let's. Uh, that was a good tangent. But let's let's head back to the game. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, game I, I kind of I, I poked the bear. You poked the bear. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about Carmen Majinski. Carmen Majinski, yeah. uh, two thousand and twenty. Um, I guess you you can call him a first round pick. He was, um, you know, a supplemental pick that year. I think he was the thirty sixth overall. Thirty first. 31st overall pick in 2020. Right. Um, Makes his major league debut as a reliever and he strikes out his first batter in three pitches, second batter, home run, third batter walk. So he gets all of those things out of the way real quick. Um, But he settles down. He ends up going an inning and a third. He gives up the one run. I think this stuff looked good though. Um, you know, if, you, if you're just looking from a pure stuff standpoint, he topped out at 98 miles per hour. Um, he got four swings and misses. The sweeper uh, looked really good. He threw that 54% of the time. Uh, the fastball is like there, but that sweeper is his bread and butter. Um, Statcast is calling it a sweeper. You know, I, I've been thinking it was a slider this whole time but Sackass is I mean it looked that's what it looked more like a slider to me <laughs> yeah Sackass is saying is saying sweeper but it looked really good um the stuff the stuff looks like it's going to play the stuff looks like it's going to play the fastball command is going to be what causes him to be either good or mediocre but for a debut you like what you saw as far as the stuff goes. Yeah, I, I agree with you fully. I think you kind of just throw that one run out the window. First major league appearance. The arm slot's really interesting. I like it a lot. The fastball gets on you quick. Like you said, they call it a sweeper. I think it looks way more like a slider. It's real sharp, but he was able to command that tonight. He just left one fastball up. All things considered, he's got a he's an arm in the bullpen that has a lot better stuff than probably three guys in the pen right now. Yeah. Uh, so the fastball averaged 96.2 topped out at 97.7. So yeah, I mean, good. The stuff looked good. I said, so uh, hopefully he can get a nice long run. Hopefully he's here to stay, but yeah, the, uh, the the fastball command is going to be his calling card. If he can, if he can command that fastball and put it where he wants to, the sweeper's good enough that uh, I think he's going to be successful. I think the Pirates may have something there. I agree. Yeah, completely. I think he's a future part of this bullpen. And really no complaints about him, even though he gave up a run. Like, I thought he'd looked mm-hmm. pretty sharp other than the one pitch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dowry Moretta comes in, does his thing. Just an inning and two-thirds. <laughs> good Lord, home. what a sally. Man, he's it's amazing. I, I love it. Like at that point, too, it was yeah, it was a five-four game at that point. So like game. it was close. So yeah, big, big out. And Ooh, I just I love, the the I love the guy. I, I absolutely love the guy. He went all out with that one. I can't imagine what this fellow's gonna do if he ever gets a save. Imagine him <laughs> in like a postseason game. Oh dear lord. <laughs> Imagine him like it's Bucktober. 
PNC Park. There's a blackout. 40,000 fans going crazy. He strikes out Bryce Harper in an NLCS game. <laughs> in like the seventh inning. <laughs> the guy's a hell of a lot of fun as long as he's performing. If he's not performing, I'm going to find him a lot less fun. For But for right now, I'm really enjoying him. And I'm that slider, curveball, screwball type pitch he's got going on. I don't know how it works, but it's getting swings and misses. Yeah. So that's the, that's the pitching staff there. Um, offensively, like I said, not, not a whole lot. They mustered up four hits today. A lot of, a lot of what they did was done in kind of spurts. Carlos Santana home run, um, got the pirates on the board in the second inning, his sixth home run of the year. So that was nice to see. Other than that though, just not a lot of, uh, extra base hits like the only other the only other extra base hit was the Palacios double in the ninth G1 Bay kind of created a run by himself in the sixth so that was that was good to see because like when he is on and doing his thing that's those are the sort of things that he's capable of doing he walked stole second moved to third on a hedges grounder scored on a sack fly like that that was a G1 Bay type of, of run right there so he shows you from time to time these glances, these glimpses where, like, okay, like this is what we need to see out of you. It just he just needs to be more consistent with it. Yeah, he's he's just got to find a way to get on base more. Yeah, it's it's similar to Billy Hamilton back with the Reds, where it seemed like he was on base all the time against the Pirates, but against everyone else, he was never on base. But when he is, he manufactures runs by himself. Yeah, it's just that, that was a neither have been on base enough to really make us want to fight for him or put him on the field every day. Yeah. Um, we didn't really talk a lot about Rich Hill. Uh, again, it, I thought it was like the first inning was rough, but I don't know how that would have gone without the catcher's interference. But you know, he he still doesn't get he still doesn't get excused from four walks in that inning. Um, I thought he did a pretty decent job of settling in after that that first inning and, and getting through five. But um, it was a Rich Hill start, you know, at the end of the day. None of Rich Hill's starts at this point really are pretty. Tonight's just kind of a veteran type of deal where he's going to be able to go out there and keep you in a ball game, but it's not fun to watch. And when the curveball is not being commanded well, it's really bad for him because that fastball is just going to get lit up. Um, or he's just going to walk you all over the place if he can't command it. So he's going to go out there probably and give you a, a start like this at the worst. You can live with it. But it's who Rich Hill is. He's 43 years old. The Pirates knew what they were getting. We didn't expect him to go out there and look like a Oakland A whenever he came back or at the end of when he came back with the Red Sox. This is who he is. He's going to give you a 420 ERA. And at this point in 2023, you live with it. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been fine. Like I'm not, I'm not going to complain about Rich Hill for what he's done up to this point in the season. Again, the, the first inning, he, he definitely deserves some blame because of the walks. But again, has just didn't really help him out. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just, it looks like a Rich Hill start. 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't watch the game and you just pulled up the box score, the six walks would jump out at you, I think. But then you know the overall line: five innings, four runs, three earned. Like, it's it's not great. It's not you know god awful, but it's not not what you want overall. But I mean, you just kind of live with it as a guy's going to go give you five innings every fifth day. Yep. So back at it tomorrow. Mitch Keller versus Wade Miley. Me and you again tomorrow, I think. Me and you again tomorrow. Yep. Not on Apple TV. Thank so, God. You know, that's that's a plus. I made it through this entire episode and didn't complain about it once. You did. It caused yeah. me to it caused me to lose to leave our group text tonight. Do you want to talk about about it at all? No. The Apple TV. It's just gonna experience. fire me back up. You you're you're doing it again, Jim. You're poking me when I'm angry. <laughs> Bucko Mike says top of the order didn't get it done tonight. And yeah, I agree. Did not get it done. Connor will go ahead and say for you. Apple TV broadcasts are such. Crap, I just don't want to buy five different <laughs> subscription services just to be able to watch what I want. Here's I'm my in the, Here's I'm my in the local like, market. Let me watch a damn game. I get that. But like Apple TV has got some good stuff. Like Ted Lasso. I can watch that illegally. It's stupid. I don't like it. I don't like the Peacock games. I don't like any of them. PlayStation also, like I said, I was telling you, six-month free trial of Apple TV on the PlayStation. And then my which... phone's sitting here telling me i got to update it to watch Apple TV. I'm about to throw everything. Which, by the way, this isn't a one-time thing. The Pirates are on Apple TV next Friday. And then the Friday after. I'm not so, doing that post game. You know what, guys? Go ahead and just get the Apple TV now out of the way. Cancel it next month. No, now I'm at the. I'm just. I paid seven dollars. I'm done. <laughs> you're stuck. You're stuck now. Take my stupid money. <laughs> oh, all right. Four ten tomorrow. Brewers Pirates Keller versus Miley. Pirates are out of first place. They're now tied with the Cincinnati Reds. They're back to 500 even, 34 and 34. Uh, they need a win tomorrow. Four-game losing streak. Keller's got to be a stopper. Keller's, yeah, he's got to do what he, he he's got to do what he needs to do. Yeah. Nobody. Hey, let's do it again. Nobody else I want on the mound tomorrow other than Mitch Keller. That's true. Let's run that back. Let's do it. All right, guys. Pirates lose five four. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.